Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. The days of head injuries to athletes being taken lightly are fast fading. That's thanks to advances in concussion research. But there's still a lot we don't know. And that's why University of Michigan kinesiology professor Stephen Broglio helped establish the Michigan Concussion Center. It aims to study the long-term effects of head injuries, not only in sports, but in areas like auto accidents and military deployments, and to help educate the public. There are a lot of myths still out there about concussions and many questions that need more research to answer, as he explains. So a concussion uh, is defined as uh, a biomechanical force imparted upon the brain that results in a transient set of signs and symptoms. Um, it occurs along a spectrum of brain injury. Um, so you will commonly hear a concussion, inter the term concussion interchanged with mild traumatic brain injury, which obviously falls along the mildest end of the spectrum, uh, all the way out to severe traumatic brain injury. So I've, I've been uh, doing concussion research for close to 20 years now. And when I started, we would, we would it was kind of viewed as a, a blow-off injury. We would, uh, somebody had loss of consciousness on the field, we'd put them back in 15 minutes later. So we have moved uh, quite a bit in, in that amount of time. That being said, there's still a lot that we don't know. Um, the, I'd say the biggest single issue that we don't have an understanding on is what are the long-term effects? Most people, when they think of the injury, they think of it in the sporting context. And it's estimated up to 4 million sport and recreation-related injuries occur each year. But really, it extends far beyond that. Um, obviously, individuals um, slipping on the ice in Michigan can fall, hit their head. Uh, automobile accidents. And then most recently, the, the two most recent military engagements that we've been involved with, concussion and traumatic brain injury as a whole has been viewed as the signature injury um, of those two conflicts. Um, the average football player at the high school level will take about 650 impacts over the course of a season. Um, but there is only about a 7% risk that he will have a concussion. So of those 650, maybe one of those results in a concussion. So he has 649 that are what some people would refer as uh, subconcussive or maybe head impact exposure without concussion. So I think that the single largest p bit of misinformation that's out there is this idea that once you've had one concussion or maybe you played one season of football in high school that you're destined to these um, neurodegenerative diseases. And that simply does not seem to be the case, just from an observational standpoint. And so what we're trying to understand is uh, some of these people will end up with neurodegeneration, and we want to know why, uh, what exposure does it take, what's the genetic profile of these individuals, what other lifestyle factors may predispose them to these declines that they're seeing. And then once we identify that, then we can talk about interventions or things that may mitigate their, their effects. The Michigan Concussion Center, which is funded through the Biosciences Initiative, really has three cores or three primary aims. Um, the first and probably the most substantial is going to be the research core, where we're really taking an A to Z approach to the injury. So we're interested in uh, everything from what genetic factors does somebody bring to the injury, the injury characteristics, what are the acute outcomes, and then what are the long-term outcomes. So kind of spanning the entire gamut of the injury. Uh, the second arm of the study uh, is our clinical care arm. Uh, so we're highly engaged with Michigan Medicine, Michigan Athletics, uh, and other people on campus to really improve athletes, uh, patient, veteran uh, care of concussion, whether it's in the acute stage or in the chronic stage. And then the therm third arm of, this, of the project or the center uh, is our outreach and engagement core. Uh, and so there's, in the last 10 years, there's been 
a huge amount of misinformation that's been put out into the media, and what we're trying to do is get the right information out there into the hands of the right people, uh, one, so they understand, and then two, uh, hopefully we can engage policymakers and we can start changing how uh, games are played or policy around concussion management uh, to really improve uh, health care for individuals. The single largest project that we have going right now is called the CARE Consortium. It's the Concussion Assessment Research and Education Consortium. It's been running for about four and a half years, uh, and it involves 30 sites across the country, uh, uh, 26 civilian sites, and then the four military service academies. In the last four and a half years, we've enrolled about 45,000 individuals. We have about another year and a half to go. We think we'll get around 50,000. Uh, and then we get detailed information when they enroll in the study. We track any concussions that occur while they're on their campuses. And then once they leave their institutions, we want to start tracking them for the next 40 to 50 years. As the longitudinal study goes, um, the one thing that won't happen is there won't be one paper that happens 40 or 50 years from now and we say, oh, we're done. Um, there will be a lot of things that come out along the way. So I think um, sport will always continue to evolve, uh, whether it is in just the rules of play, uh, they make making changes that way, or whether it is uh, changing specifically for health, uh, the health of the athlete. I think contact sports will continue to evolve primarily for health and safety at this point. Um, I think things uh, like the Ivy League uh, banned contact practices during the week, and that shows a reduction in concussions. Uh, the NFL moved their kickoff line, and that shows a reduction in concussions. So I think things like that will continue to happen, um, but it is just now that we have data that we can support uh, what those rules changes um, do. I am not sure that contact sports will be banned. I can see them evolving considerably. I'm not so sure how far it will go. Um, ultimately, sport, uh, particularly at the a sport like football, is entertainment. So there will become a balance between uh, making sure people are entertained and want to watch versus how much the change, uh, how much change occurs within that sport. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Please subscribe to hear more, give us a rating to let us know what you think, and follow the conversation on social media at hashtag UMichImpact.